Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, it's the Cigar Pulpit. Hello everybody and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn, Nick, and with me tonight... Coming in for Pulpit Fest, which is tomorrow, we have Trent. Hey, hey everybody. You, you got to town early. I did. Yeah. I did. And you found your way here. I did. How did that happen? I've been specifically saying nobody's crashing here. I mean, yet. I'm not crashing here. <laughs> I mean, you you and Travis have been the two instigators on the... And, and Teddy. Teddy. And yep. Teddy. You, Travis. The three T's. And, yeah, I'm saying the three T's <laughs> have been the instigators of trying to get me to buy a bunch of shit and provide a bunch of shit for te- a pulpit fest. And and so I'm a little disconcerted that, you know, you should show up at my front door and like, hey, buddy, what's going on? <laughs> hey, you said we were recording here. <laughs> oh, so. so you're going to not play along with the bit and you're just going to be honest about it. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's fine. Well, tonight we're going to be smoking something a little special. I dug into the humidor, and uh, I found a, uh, a J.C. Newman American, and it's the special size that Drew Newman smokes. It's uh, what would you, it's, a, it's like a larger, it's not quite a Lancero. It's about, it's about Lonsdale. I'd like, say it's like, more Lonsdale. Like circumference, but ring it, gauge. Yeah, because it's probably what, a 44? Give or take. 44. But yeah, this is 44. but this is more like a solid. Play six and three quarter. Six and three quarter, maybe maybe seven. Maybe seven. But uh, yeah, it's, it's an interesting you know, size. Could be one of the weird ones. And uh, for those of you unfamiliar, whoop, stepped on my cord. Unfamiliar with the American, it is an all American cigar. Um, the uh, wrapper, binder, and filler are all grown in the United States. The paper for the band is provi- is made in the United States. The ink on the paper and the band is made in the United States. The the boxes from United States wood and is uh, constructed in the United States. The hinges are made in the United States. Just the whole damn thing is yep. is all American. Every aspect. And this was Drew Newman's passion project, and this is his special size that he was kind enough to share with me at TPE, and now I'm sharing with you. Well, thank you. See how that works? You come over <laughs> to help me out of a bind to, to give me somebody to <laughs> talk to, and, uh, you know, you get a cigar. So it all works out. Anyway, it's time to go ahead and cut the cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by Dan the Man Ponder over there at Riverman Cigar Company. And, uh, guys, you know, we're doing Pulpit Fest this weekend at Dan's place. We'll be over there on Saturday starting right when they open at 11. We'll be hanging out. I know Miss Cindy is making snacks. Ooh. I know. She's making snacks. I don't think it's going to be. It's not like charcuterie. Oh, you know, nice, that nice. sort of thing. Um, but that's nice with cigars. You know, yeah. I don't really like heavy food with cigars. I, charcuterie works out very, very well. Yeah. But, um, you know, that's the kind of awesome service that you get there at Riverman Cigar Company. And um, they've got a great humidor filled with all kinds of fun cigars that you can try. And if you don't make it there for Pulpit Fest on Saturday, um, meaning tomorrow by the time this comes out. So yeah. realistically, if you're not here, you're, you got to bust your ass. Um, you have next weekend as well, because Dan is having his annual party on Saturday, September 30th, featuring cigar rollers and manufacturers. He's got live music. He's got uh, some great food that's going to be out there, and I'm sure he's going to have some badass cigar specials that uh, you're going to want to uh, uh, take advantage of. But that's Riverman Cigar Company, Crestwood, Missouri. 
oh yeah, they do mail order. So if you're not in the St. Louis area, you can give them a call and they'll get cigars shipped to you right away. St. Louis, Missouri, Crestwood, Missouri, suburb of St. Louis, yeah. Riverman Cigar Company. And with that, it's now finally time to go ahead and cut the cigar. I think I've yammered on long enough. So let's get this guy cut and lit so we can get on with the fun. Give this cold draw here. Hmm. Kind of earthy. A little earthy. Yeah. I don't know. I've had the American so many different times. It's kind of one of those things that it's like, you know, it's the American. I was going to say, I've had it a few times, but yeah. Like you said, never in this size, so I'm excited no, to try it. No, I was going to say, this. it'll be fun to try it in a smaller size. And see how the the size kind of affects it. Because, so, I mean, it's one of those things we all talk about. Oh, the smaller ring gauge, you get more flavor from the wrapper. Well, in this case, this will be fun to see how that, that plays out. All right. So, how long of a drive is it from your neck of the woods to here? I think it was nine hours or so, eight and a half, nine hours, something like that. Okay, okay. And so. you're near the Atlanta area. Yeah. Um, and uh, so that's not that bad. That's that's. Did you no. do it today or did you leave yesterday and crash somewhere? Or just today? I I left left the house about six fifteen this morning. Well, you would have gained an hour when you and jumped from the east coast yes. to the the central. Yeah, time went zone. from eastern to central. Yeah. So. Yeah, left left home about six fifteen Eastern. Got here, you know. Well, stopped at Sam's Club and got gas, and and also went in and uh, picked up a couple of things not available uh, at Georgia Sam's Club because oh. they don't they don't sell hard liquor. Oh, really? In stores, yeah. So really, so grabbed me a couple a uh, couple bourbons and. Uh, well, if anybody's listening, that is not interstate transportation. Because I don't think he bought enough. No, no, no. no. You gotta watch Surely that. Surely not. You gotta watch that. The number, the quantity matters. Hey, I'm keeping it from no, me. No, so see, that's the funny thing. The quantity does matter. I was talking to a friend of mine really? a little bit back, and Yingling beer mm-hmm. not available here in Illinois. It is now in Missouri, still not in Illinois. Yeah. But back in the day, it really wasn't like available in this area, yeah. and so they were in, I think, Kentucky or Indiana, one or the other. And they were getting it, and uh, they had it was them and two of their friends, mm-hmm. and they loaded up <laughs> on Yingling. I mean, like each of them bought like ten like cases. cases. Yeah. All right. So they <laughs> loaded up the vehicle, and then took off. Well, they didn't realize until later that once they crossed that border into Illinois, yeah, that's like essentially interstate like smuggling you know kind of a thing wow it's it's a crime so you got to watch the yeah. quantity that you're bringing yeah. back but but you only bought like a bottle so it's no big deal a bottle yeah damn it trent you're supposed to just roll with it <laughs> the last thing in the world you want is like some goody two-shoes actually listening to this and being like hmm anyway um if we're going to riverman or not who knows one of those you know, you know i may be one less than than I am now. True, <laughs> by true. Tomorrow, <laughs> that's that's valid. That's valid. And seeing tomorrow, my God! So 
tonight, it, you know, we're talking tomorrow about probably going and hanging not. out at Riverman. Tomorrow, I mean, you know, we've got top shooters at four. There's really kind of nebulous nothing plans prior to that. that. Yeah. So, like, I really don't know what's going on prior to that. But, yeah. Couldn't get anybody in on uh, going and really? you know, having a round of golf. Well. I'll be honest. I don't know when everybody's actually coming in. It and seems, that's true. It that's seems like everybody seems to be kind of coming in tomorrow because, um, so. you know, I know you came into town and I know one other couple that came into town today. Um, but realistically, um, it seems like everybody else is kind of coming coming into town tomorrow. So I don't really quite know. Yeah, it, it, it may be one of those things that trying to schedule something for tonight or tomorrow morning just – May yeah. have been difficult logistically, yeah. you know, for that, but that's okay. That's all right. Um, so you uh, you're staying over in the the Missouri side, um, yeah. kind of. Uh, I'm not going to say exactly where because you know whatever. Um, I don't want to. I mean, granted, well, no, you'll still be there by. I'll the time still this be comes there. Out, I'm, so I'm, yeah, yeah, so I'm there till Sunday. All right, so, so, yeah, we'll, so yeah, we'll 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 keep that to ourselves. <laughs> um, but. Uh, I will say where you picked is very good, uh, strategically located. Yes. Um, it's not very far from Top Shooters. No, I went through Columbia on the way here. That's my so, point. So, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you saw yeah. how close it generally yeah, is. Yeah, it's probably like 15 minutes. Uh, yeah. And then from Riverman, you're about the same. So, that's good. Um, now, Lit. Uh, <laughs> well, Lit's going to be a little further. Lit's a little further. But it's on the other side of town. Yeah, well. Yeah, no. But They're just further out. I mean, no, I ma- no matter where you're at. I mean, I, yeah, I won't. I won't get into the specifics. But, but uh, the pl- uh, original plans did change. <laughs> Let's put it that way, and we'll just we'll just leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. But that's okay. We like lit, and it's a nice new facility. Um, you know, you're gonna enjoy the bar and the yep. the humidor selection there, and it'll be a good time. But, um, and and that's the nice thing too is it's different from. It's different from Riverman. That's the cool thing about St. Yeah. Louis. We have quite a few cigar shops in St. Yeah. Louis, and and they're all they all generally kind of fit a different niche. Have different atmospheres, yeah. Yeah, yeah so that's kind of cool. Um, but anyway, so in terms of planning for this thing, I, I wanted to kind of briefly touch on some of the things that that kind of go into the planning for all this, and thus kind of some of the 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 I don't know. I don't want to say issues, but uh, complications that came up this year and that I want to try and rectify for last year or next year. Now, um, you have been bringing up the idea of doing some sort of a pre-party on Thursday, something during the day on Friday prior to prior yeah. to top shooters. You threw out golf, you threw out other kinds of other things, and we just talked about some of the logistical issues with that, namely when yeah. people are coming to people town. not able to make it in. Um, you know, yeah, but see, part of it too is that like, it's it it really does come down to headcount, and so what I'm thinking about doing for next year, I'm just gonna throw this out now so that we can start mulling it over because I want to get a jump start on planning for next year. One of the things I'm thinking about doing for next year, um, is having a ticket, having yeah. a paid ticket, and. I don't want to make money on it. I will yeah. I will tell you flat out right off the beginning, whatever the price of said ticket is, what that basically does is it gets you your seat in what I will call the VIP experience. And then from there, 
um, it will cover the cost associated with that experience. Well, your seat on the party bus. Well, maybe. <laughs> I mean, the party bus. Boy, you know what? If we're doing a ticket, <laughs> once I mean, we get here, if we're doing a ticket, theoretically yeah. that would be feasible because then it's like I could just be like, all right, we got this. But but so for example, in Columbia, there's Stumpy's Distillery. Yeah, I wanted to do a tour of Stumpy's. Yeah. The problem with that is they that, charge yeah. for the tickets for yeah. the for the tour. I don't have the money and to front have everybody. To have a, yeah, I don't have, and and you got to have a head count. Yep. And it's one of those things where I don't have the money to front everybody. <laughs> so like, I'm not gonna just buy the tickets, you know. Um, but by doing it this way, if let's say the ticket cost to Pulpit Fest cost maybe fifty bucks, mm-hmm. and maybe fifteen of that was. The um, ticket to the Stumpy's tour. Yeah. Maybe 10 of that covered your part of the party bus rental. Mm-hmm. And the remaining 25 went to, like, dinner um, to where we could organize a dinner for yeah. everybody that bought tickets. Yeah. To where then the 50 bucks covers all that. You know, there's still going to be the goodie bags and the prizes and everything. I've got a whole ton of giveaway prizes in there. Yeah. Um, you know, for tomorrow, I do have goodie bags for everybody. And You call what? I called a peak. Yeah, of the the goodie bags. Let's, let's be real. Yeah. Well, and the prizes, man. Let's be yeah. real. Um, let's just put it this way: Drew Estate sends a lot of swag, and uh, I yes, don't, do. I don't really need any of it. So <laughs> you guys can have it. But anyway, um, uh, but my point is, there's still it. So there's still going to be a value. You know, you're going to get what you get, and basically your ticket just covers the cost. I yeah. mean, again, I don't want to make anything. Um, but uh, then that way. Um, I can get a head count. Yeah. And that can be what we call the VIP experience. Yeah. And then Not from there. that other people that, you know, well, kind of spur of the moment that's or, the thing. or that and from don't want to do all this we stuff. Can have, come, we can but. have the free level. Yeah. The free level is you show up at Top Shooters. You show up at the sh- uh, the cigar shops that we yep. visit on Saturday. Yep. But you don't get the Stumpy's tour. You don't get the dinner. Yeah. You don't get the party bus. You got to figure out your own transportation to and from and everything like that. And I think that's fair, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of where I'm leaning. I like leaning. that idea. That's really where I I'm do. leaning for next year. It brings a little sense of organization to mm-hmm. it, and it brings a little bit of, like, ability for me to plan and make make a, a, an actual, like, event out of it and not just, like, okay, guys, we're going to caravan and basically do a crawl from one place to another, yeah. you know, which is kind of what we're doing, you know? Anyway. Yeah, Josh? Yeah. I like that idea. Okay. I, I do. The only thing when it comes to the party bus, and granted, kind of, you'd have to figure out logistics. I've never rented a party bus, so realistically, I don't know what goes into that. The, but, I mean, you know, I assume probably best bet's going to be have a meeting play or, like, you know, everybody well, congregate at the so first place. That's the other thing that I want. Because otherwise, you know, if you're trying to pick everybody, like, you know. Realistically, if you've got no, one that, person that's staying, the other thing I want to do. Know, one is, side of town is yeah, I like, think it would be good to have an official hotel. Yeah, maybe see if I can get a block of rooms. Yeah, you know, or something like that. And then that yeah. way, you know, we have one hotel where look. If you're staying at that hotel, come on down to the lobby. If yep. you're not staying at that hotel, get to that hotel Go by this and, time and, and beat your, everybody. Beat your car and then get on the party bus. But yep. the party bus leaves from this hotel at this time. And you'll be returned yep. to your hotel or your vehicle at yes. that hotel at, you know, this time. And, you know, we go from there. So, yeah, I think that that 
that's good, you know? Yeah. That's the thing. People don't understand the amount of, like, thought and logistics that goes into this. And, I mean, yeah. my God, we're just talking about Pulpit Fest. Can you imagine trying to organize the New England Cigar Festival? No. I mean, fuck, man. No. Well, let's put it this way. I looked into, prior to them announcing the micro-wrestling, Yeah. I looked into what it would cost to get micro-wrestling at <laughs> Top Shooters. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not joking. Legitimately looked into it. <laughs> they had two... Like pricing tiers. One is if you want to keep the ticket proceeds, Mm -hmm. it's $10,000 to bring them in. Wow. If you do not want to keep the ticket proceeds and they keep the ticket proceeds and basically like whatever, then they keep the ticket proceeds and then there was also another cost involved. So like that 10 grand went down. Um, so but, it's probably yeah, it's but probably nonetheless, a couple thousand. But I think you had like to. But I think you had to, I think you had to like guarantee somehow a like some, a certain number, and yeah. it was just like, well, I can't, I can't do that, you That's know. Crazy. So so then it's like I'm looking at ten grand, and I'm like, I don't remotely have ten grand to bring in micro wrestling. Yeah, you know. So that immediately went right out the door. Um, so for what it's worth, for those of you going to the New England Cigar Festival. I don't know what Dave did. I don't know if he got a better deal. I mean, he's a shrewd businessman. He might have gotten a better deal than me, but uh, the micro-wrestling ain't cheap. (laughs) So if you got your ticket for the New England Cigar Festival, something tells me a lot of that money went to the micro-wrestling. But, yeah, and and I like the idea of having a dinner. See, that's the thing. This year, the dinner is going to be very um, unofficial, very like, hey, we're leaving this place. We're going to meet up at Lit at 630 um, there's time in between. Whoever wants to grab dinner can grab dinner. Yeah. And it's gonna be depending on how many of us there are. It might be kind of a pain in the ass trying Tough to figure to out where to go. Get in somewhere. It might yeah. be one of those things yeah. where some people are at some if tables. There's a lot and, of us. You yeah. know, whatever. So yeah, yeah, we're gonna have to figure that out. But um, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I don't know how interesting this was to anybody, but. <laughs> There is a lot that go- I, I guess it's one of those things I just want to emphasize. There's a lot that goes into these things. And so if you go to a cigar event, be it Pulpit Fest, New England Cigar Festival, Kansas City Cigar Festival, Rocky Mountain, Ybor yeah. City Festival, you know, those kind of things. There's a lot that goes into the logistics of all that. And so, you know, just be patient. If, yeah. if something's not going right, it's because nothing ever fully goes 100% perfect. So just be yep. patient. Um. Anyway, what are you getting on the cigar? Um, you're smoking a little faster than I am, but I'm talking a lot. It's uh, it's good. I'm trying to place like the notes that I'm getting. I so I've had this note with other cigars before. Kind of the best way I can describe it is like, and which <coughs> I retrohale pretty much every puff. Yeah. So, you know, but it it makes it's what makes me think of whenever you open old books musty that mustiness but like but it's a but a it's very not, like it's not like you open up your attic door musty. no it's a yeah it's a very distinct it's, mustiness it's the smell of rich mahogany and old books <laughs> leather bound books leather bound and, books <laughs> um yeah i mean but i you know i get kind of a um and this is the whole thing, man. Like, it, it's like, it's kind of all subjective to everybody. But I'm sitting here yeah. kind of like getting a, a kind of 
dirty earth and nutty component like okay. but not like a peanut but kind of yeah. like a like a walnut or a like rich dark pecan kind of yeah. like a real nutty nut you yeah. know so i don't know um it's good though i like yeah i've definitely gotten some earthiness mhm i'll say that the flavor on it is a little different slightly ever so slightly then I typically smoke either the Toro or Robusto yeah. of this cigar. Yeah, so smoking same. this one, it's a little different with getting a little bit more wrapper mm-hmm. to it. Um, little Just picked little, up some baking spice. A little less of that Pennsylvania Mennonite filler, <laughs> you know? Yeah. 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 Baking spice, huh? Yeah. On the Retro Hill, oh. definitely, definitely picked up some baking spice. Okay. Okay. Well... Um, now, before we get into um, the Villiger Entertainment Report, so obviously, based upon your hat, mm-hmm. you work with uh, Luciano and ATL Cigars. Yes. Would you like yes. to give a little pitch plug, you know, talk about what came out of PCA, things of that nature, you know? Yeah. yeah. So I don't, uh, don't want to, like, you know, put you on the spot or anything, <laughs> but I figure, you yes, know. Yes, you do. This is your opportunity. Well, you know, for a guy who calls into the hotline, like, well, not lately, but like prior, was calling in like 15 times. You've been awful quiet today, so I, I figure <laughs> I need to need to give you a little kick here, you know, prompt you here. Let's let's get this going. All right. So yeah. <laughs> so I'm the rep for you're like fuck Mississippi you. I drove nine hours to get here. <laughs> anyway, I'm but sorry. Yeah. Rep for Mississippi, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, and South Carolina for Luciano Cigars, which. Luciano does distribution of ATL Cigar Co. stuff, which was how I got on with them, connected, because uh, I had been working with ATL part-time for a couple of years um, before they partnered with Luciano for distribution. So PCA this year, we had um, a few new releases. The Y-Panda, uh, which I know I've seen a couple of people on the uh, Broke-Ass Hose <laughs> chat yeah uh, the cigar pulpit smoking that. parishioners you know facebook chat known yes. as the broke ass hose um and boy we haven't referenced that in a little while no yeah anyway the but uh dave still hasn't responded to my latest offer that's the problem i threw out all that stuff and he's just kind of like crickets man so i'll get back to that oh what, boy remind me you know oh boy okay <laughs> Anyway, um, so but anyway, so so the Y Panda, um, the Maria Lucia, which was one that came out last year at PCA in one size, expanded it to a full line. Um, the ATL stuff, most of them got new sizes, um, and then Luciano is also working with and distributing for a guy named Solly Delay, who's in Germany. He's Pretty much like the cigar guy in Germany. Has like two or three shops. One of the La Casa de Habanos does distribution over there. Um, and so he has several lines of his own. Luciano started making one, the Dela Nicaragua. Um, and so that's being distributed. It was well, being made by Luciano and distributed in the U.S. by him. So, uh, so it's the first time Solly has had distribution in the u.s of any of his cigars okay and then another line that luciano is not making but uh is distributing it's the delia istanbul which actually uses turkish tobacco Mm. in the filler how's that 
It's interesting. It's interesting. <laughs> I, interesting. Yeah. It, I'm putting you on the spot as somebody who works for Lucci. No, well, I mean, it, you know, we've talked about it in our sales calls that we have and stuff on different, Zoom. Like, you know, everybody's different strokes for different, different folks. Exactly. Um, you know, it's not it's not something that I'm wanting to like smoke every day, but it's definitely it's definitely different. It's like so it's Turkish Latakia, which is a pop tobacco. I was going to ask if it's very pipe tobacco-ish. Well, so it's air-cured instead of fire-cured like the pipe tobacco would be. Mm. Um, so it, it doesn't taste like a, you know, like a cigar that has pipe tobacco in it, like some of them that, yeah. like the, the Stillwell Star or I something like that. just like, about to say It's not like that, but Saka stuff. what I've noticed is like, the aroma of the smoke, like, while you're smoking it, like, not necessarily the flavor, but, like, just the smoke itself, smelling it, mm-hmm. it, it has, it, it's kind of reminiscent of pop tobacco, but not, like, not strong, it's just kind of very subtle. Okay. So. Interesting. Okay. Well, then, uh, very cool. Well, any other uh, plugs you want to throw out there before we get into the Villager Entertainment Report? Yeah, I think, I mean... Okay. Well then, we're good. we'll move on. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for the Villager Cigars Entertainment Report, brought to you by... Villager. Villager Cigars, one of the leading cigar and cigarello manufacturers in the world, founded in 1888 and still family-owned and operated. Head over to VilligerCigars.com and check the store locator to find a shop near you that carries them. We guarantee that Villager Cigars will be a wonderful addition to your humidor and cigar rotation. I need to slow down my smoking on this thing. I'm getting a slight run mm. uh, from it, and that's that's my fault. I'm, it's not the cigar's fault. It's one of those things that I always have to remember that with the smaller ring gauges. Yeah. That you got to slow it down a little bit. You can't just, like, sit and just, you know, puff on it because at some point or another you're going to get a little bit of a run. But anyway, um, so... Yes, Villiger Entertainment Report. Now, before we get into the Villiger Entertainment Report, have you had Villiger cigars? I have. I've had. I've had a few. Um, I know I've had the La Libertad. I've yeah, had. It's a good one. I like the La Libertad. I forget the name of it. It's in a like Solomon or like Figurado that kind of thing. I don't remember <laughs> the name of it. I don't, um, I don't know. I've had a few different ones. I actually, I actually saw one the other day that I had not had okay somewhere and grabbed it and brought it with me for pulpit fest oh so, there so you I'll go that okay i'm hoping that, as, as something, i'm but, hoping that know. teddy you know i know Embrace teddy cleaned out the uh taa 2020s at yeah. the tinderbox and i'm hoping that maybe there might be one of those coming my way but <laughs> i can't guarantee it i'm not gonna dry bag for it <clears throat> but uh you know whatever unless I he mean, listens to this on the way up it's very possible tomorrow. it's very possible that he does so we'll <laughs> see we'll see so villager entertainment report what have you been watching uh so <laughs> do you have time to watch things how much time yeah. are you on the road yeah i mean like is that your for- primary job now yeah okay yeah okay so unfortunately being in the atlanta area you know about half my shops are like drivable in a day and still be home that night of oh, well, you know of cool. the stuff that's in my territory. Yeah, that's kind of between cool, the four states. Like Atlanta is you know the most densely yeah you know populated with cigar shops in the world. I mean well, that's per capita. Helpful. 
So yeah. yes, that that is very uh, very helpful. Um, last couple of weeks I've been busy, haven't you know had as much time because so just coming off of Atlanta Cigar Week, which was last week, and uh-huh. then Atlanta Cigar Experience is this week. So I've, so Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Busy. Wait a minute! So a Atlanta Cigar, cigar week, week was last week, and yes. the Atlanta Cigar Experience is this week. Yes. Why don't they just have them? Why, why are they having them back-to-back? I'm not 100% sure, but I know. Are they friendly I, with one another? I don't. <laughs> I'm not Okay, all right, sure okay. I don't want to put you on the spot. And uh, I don't I'm not put, sure who all listens. <laughs> all right, I don't want to put you on the spot. I'm just kind of, like, curious but, as to, like, why two events, why two organizations would have – Basically, what sound are they? Basically, the same kind of event. Same top, same top. Yeah, just I mean, a, same a cigar week kind of event. It's back. Yeah, it's to two back weeks back. back, back like that. Yeah, that the yeah that seems like one is cannibalizing cigars the other. in Atlanta. It's I mean, in September, like that just that really just, does. It feels like it would be better if one were in like May. Yeah, and one were in September, <laughs> and then at that point, both of them could potentially. Draw in like everybody instead of like some people. They're like, eh, "I'm busy this week. I'll just hit the one next week." You know, friendly advice Very to the c- Atlanta Cigar <laughs> Week people and the Cigar <laughs> Experience people. This is not Trent saying this. This is me saying this. A guy from St. Louis who doesn't give two shits about your event, quite frankly, because I don't live near there, so it's not like I'm really like, you know, you should come down for. It, I mean, I'm, point, maybe you know. at some point, but I'm just saying, like, you know, but, the reality is, I'm not gonna like, you know. I'm not a I'm not a local. It's been who, two weeks. Well, I'm not a local. <laughs> well, and that's the other thing. It's like no, I'm gonna pick one, and I'm not gonna do the other. Whereas if you spread it out, you know, Atlanta being nine hours away, I potentially yeah. could make May and September, and then suddenly, you know, you have two. So something to consider. If I you will bring say in something I have seen some people is they came in for the latter half of last week mm. and stayed for the you know the first half of this week. So. You know, they okay, made a week so of it, and we're that, able to cover part of both, that does, which that does, does make sense. That and does work. make some sense. I mean, you're you're missing half of one and half of the other. So, mm-hmm. you know, if there's cool stuff in those halves, then you know you're boned. But whatever, I don't True. know. I'm but. picking. I'm picking on these two events, <laughs> and I should not be picking on these two events because what do I care? You know, it's like it's like you guys do you. But anyway, Villager Entertainment Report. What do you even want? <laughs> You got, so, you got to draw me in here, buddy. Yeah. I'm going to just start throwing shit out there. So, so uh, let's see. <laughs> Shows I've been watching, uh, How I Met Your Mother. Going okay. back through that one. Uh, I've never watched that. It's good. No, it's good. I've it's seen, on Hulu. I've seen clips. Yeah. You know, I've seen the reels and the clips of, like, Barney and whatever else. Yeah. But, like, I've never watched it. I've it's good. It. It's good. Um. Not the biggest fan of how they ended it, but yeah, you know, it's, like, it's another one of those. She dies but, or something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It <laughs> spoilers. They could have <laughs> they could have ended it better. Um, now the spinoff, the How I Met Your how Father, Met Your Father, that just got canceled. It just got canceled. I know. Wow. We had been watching it. You know, did it end it on a like cliffhanger? And so it's kind gonna, of yeah, I forever mean, like, it, it gonna be like dead. They didn't like you know close it up. No. See, I so, hate that. I hate yeah. that. I don't yeah, know. that just ruins a show, and it guarantees that I'll never watch it. 
Like, I will never, ever. Did you just go out? I think it did. He need to hit that again. I've been talking. Yep. Um, <laughs> you've been trying to defend the Atlanta Cigar Week and Atlanta Cigar Experience <laughs> from me. Um, so, okay. So, How I Met Your Mother. Um, I've been going back through very slowly and watching uh, uh, original Star Trek. Okay. For what it's worth. I'm in the ha- back half of the third season, which is really when it starts to slide downhill hard. <laughs> Um, because by this point, you know, Gene Roddenberry had, he's on it as executive producer, but he really doesn't have jack shit to do with it anymore. And the budget is being slashed repeatedly. And so it's just, it's not, there's some good ones like, uh, I'm going to, Totally nerd out for a moment here and talk about some good Star Trek, but uh, the Sol- Tholian Web, the th- anyway, the Tholian Web one was good, and then the, I'm coming up on the one with the with Frank Gorshin, and I don't I don't know if you know who Frank Gorshin is, but he played the Riddler in the Adam West Batman TV series. Okay, um, he does one where it's like these aliens and like half it's split down the middle. Half of them are painted white and the other half is painted black. Mm-hmm. But like some of them the right half is painted black and the uh, left half is painted white and then on other ones it's reversed right, and like so. they're they're like racist towards the other ones and all this and and they got to like get over it Dang. and shit. And so there was a lot of heavy themes huh. in Star Trek back yep. in the day. I mean, come on, That's it was it was the 60s. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. the one I just Makes watched sense. not too long ago, Plato's Stepchildren I just watched that last night, actually, right here on the patio <laughs> in the Jerry Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios. And uh, Plato's Stepchildren actually featured the kiss between Kirk and Ahura, which was the first interracial kiss on TV. And that nice. was a big fucking deal back yeah. in the 60s, man. I'm sure. That was a big yeah. deal. Like, there were threats about not airing it and <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And I think in some parts of the country they did not air it. Yeah. But, yeah, it was like a big deal. So, you know, anyway, Star Trek. It's not just nerdy. <laughs> anyway, so what else have you been watching other than How I um, So my wife and I have been watching through The Blacklist. Mm. I don't know. Have you seen it? I've seen early seasons. Oh, okay. I kind of lost track of it at some point. Yeah. But I love, love, it's love. It's on Netflix. Love we're, James we're Spader. Watching it. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. such a great show. Have you watched Boston Legal? No, I've Dude, not. Dude, you I've, gotta go. All right, when you're done with the blacklist, that it's watch Boston Legal. Good. It's technically I, I a spinoff to. of The Practice. Yeah. But like, I never watched The Practice. I didn't okay. care, and I started with Boston Legal. And trust me, you figure it out real quick. Okay. But the scenes with William Shatner and James Spader are like some of the best TV, man. Those two guys yeah. just chewing the both scenery, great actors, just chewing the scenery up. Yeah. You know, and then Candace Bergen's on it. Uh, Murphy no. Brown. Yeah, you know? and yeah. then um, oh, the dude who played Odo in DS Nine is on it, and then um, John Larroquette comes along later as well. <laughs> so like, you get some really nice. good actors yeah. in that show, and like, dude, Boston Legal. I'm all about Boston Legal. <laughs> anyway, where do I go? So sorry. So, uh, but yeah, so so we've been watching the Blacklist. Uh, so typically, we'll you know have a show or two that. We watch together, and then you know we'll each ha- kind of have a show that we're watching on our own. I'll admit that way it's we're not having to like you know. It's so if nice. the other's not around, we have something we can watch. I'm not telling <laughs> you to get divorced, but it's so nice being able to not have to worry about like <laughs> waiting for somebody else to watch a show. Now I can just watch whatever the hell I want whenever I want to watch it. 
Well, granted, these are, you know. <laughs> I mean, let's be real. These if, are on Netflix and, you know. If that's the reason that you're getting divorced. There's six and, seasons to, you, you know, or however many. You've got problems, but yeah. Seasons to watch. Yeah. So, um, it's not like we're, you know, waiting for something that's coming on once a week and, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, so, I've been watching The 100. Mm. It's, uh, I don't know that one. I, I don't even know when it was from. I think it was like an. FX or something okay. like, or maybe CW. It's one of the the kind of. There's a lot of TV I need to catch up on. You just said it's FX not one of those like, like, you know, the big networks. Okay. I guess you know okay. it's 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 not an ABC or an NBC or a CBS, like a sci-fi thing. Yeah, or something. But, but yeah. yeah, so it's uh, basically in the future, kind of dystopian top yeah. thing, like. The world has been destroyed by, like, nuclear war. Was it Sci-Fi Channel? And I don't think it is. I okay. think it was CW, maybe. Okay, okay. CW sounds Yeah, right, CW. They they do all kinds of stuff. And, used to. Uh, I don't even know if CW is even a thing anymore. I think they are. I think they still are. I don't... Because didn't they I get rid know. of all the, like, Arrowverse stuff? I don't know. Okay. Because that was holding them up. I, was, I don't have. I'm like you. I've cut the cord and like you uh, know. Okay. We, we've got an antenna that was you know, holding them up antenna. for the longest time. That and but Riverdale were, were like really, the things that really yeah. like propped up CW for quite a while. But okay. Anyway, I'm sorry. I keep interrupting. So the 100 <laughs> dystopian future. Yeah. Uh, world has been destroyed by nuclear war. Um, there's people. There were multiple space stations that all kind of figured out they needed to join together and create one big they called the ark and it you know people were living on it for like a hundred years or something like that okay and uh you know i think i think it was like three generations of people on it and then uh so then they decide to send uh 100 juvenile delinquents essentially so they kept their, you know, the under 18s that had broken the law, they held. Whereas over 18 and you broke the law, you got what they called floated, which was just like sent out into space. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. But then. so the 100, you know, juveniles, they send to Earth to see if it, you know, is, if it can sustain life. And turns out it can't. There, you know, there's a lot of stuff. Okay, I think I think there's maybe six seasons of it, six oh, wow. or seven. Okay. I think so we're it went on, on for a little we're while. We're on five, maybe. Yeah. So. Okay. All right. Or I am. Yeah. Like I said, I, that's, that's the one that I'm kind of watching. Your which, yeah. Okay. I mean, you know. Okay. My wife watches it with me some, but for the most part, then uh, one that I am doing, you know, that typically once a week or so um, is. Boy Meets World, which I don't know if you ever. Oh, way back in yeah. the day, yeah. So I mean, nothing recently, yeah. My like hands down favorite show all time. Um, and how old are you? Thirty. Oh fuck, you're a lot younger than me. Okay, <laughs> that explains that. Okay, all right. That that the timing of that explains. Yeah, that. you grew up with that. Yeah, yeah, because that show was a well, little. Well, I bit... grew up on the reruns of it for the most part. See, that's the thing that was a little bit past me. Like for me, yeah. when I was young, because it ran from '93 to 2000. Okay, because yeah, for me when I was young, it was like 
T- old school TGIF, so it was like Family Matters, Full House. I was gonna say it was on TGIF. You know, but... um, what was the other one? Fucking Perfect Strangers. Yeah, and I don't even remember the last one. But yeah, so okay, all right, that 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 makes some sense. But so, um, some of the cast members are do a rewatch podcast called Pod Meets World, mm-hmm. and I listen to it, and so. Each week, they you know recap one of the episodes. So you're watching. So then I watch it once a week after. To keep up with yeah. That. So after they do the rewatch episode, so I, I try, watch it. I tried doing that Let's with see. the Sopranos. Yeah, they have that Talking Sopranos podcast. Mm-hmm. The problem that I ran into is I was listening to it as episodes were coming out. Yeah. And so each week another episode would come out, and I would watch an episode. But the problem was, I didn't want to wait a week. So then I was yeah. like, I'll just watch one ahead. <laughs> Then I watched two ahead, and yeah. before long, I'd burn through the seasons already, <laughs> and like maybe one podcast had come out since then. So it was like <laughs> I gave up on the podcast. Now, realistically, I think at this point, I think they've probably put them all out. I think they've done the whole series. Yeah. At this point, so I probably should, you know, go, go back. back, and, and then now you can I just can do it proper. Alternate them. And- yeah, I can just do it proper. <laughs> you know, because you, you can binge both. Yeah, doing it. <laughs> Doing it once a week like that, it was just, it was, for, I mean, because you're saying this is like one of your favorite shows. I mean, same yeah. thing with me with Sopranos. It was just, it was difficult for me to restrict myself to doing it just once, you know? See, where I'm the, because like, you know, I've I've seen, you know, I've seen every episode and I've, I've watched oh, dude, through I've, it I've at least, this. you know, a couple times. Yeah, so, exactly. I'm okay with like, you know, I waiting know. a week and so. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't. It was just, especially when that little next episode thing just kind of comes up on the screen, and it's just, it's so quick. I'm like, yeah, why not? What's one more? Next thing you know, it's three in the morning, and I'm like, I really need to go to bed, you know. So, um, anyway, so is that it? Any other things you're watching? Enjoyed by? I think that's pretty, pretty much all I've been watching. I've been catching up on Futurama still. Yeah. Um, I was actually watching that before you got here. And um, that's really about it. I don't really have too many shows going right now. There's a lot that I need to catch up on. Like, there's a whole new season of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia mm-hmm. that I need to catch up on. The third season of Only Murders in the Building, I think, has got, like, most of it out at this point I need to catch up on. I've, um, that show's great. I've thought about, that show's yeah, great. I, I think at some point I'm going to gonna watch that one. I yeah. haven't haven't started watching it yet, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but yeah. I don't know. Otherwise, it's just... Oh, oh, oh. I did watch a documentary on Netflix. Okay. Called Wham. And it's all about, about the band, Wham. Wham. Yeah. Uh, Gervais talked about uh, it on yes. here at one point yes. or another. And so I watched that um, Monday. Okay. And at first, I was kind of like, I heard it was good, but it's Wham. What do I care? Holy shit, it was great. And, like, it was super insightful. There was a lot going on. And, like, they really didn't have a lot of drama aside from the fact that, you know, George Michael was gay and totally trying to, like, you know, play this, like, female heartthrob for everybody. (laughs) And so, like, that was kind of a problem for him. Kind of an internal drama for him. But, but see, what was cool is I always thought that when Wham! broke up and George Michael went big and Andrew Ridgely kind of went yeah. on his way, and you never heard from Andrew Ridgely really ever yeah. again. I always kind of thought that, like, there was bad blood between them and, you know, like, whatever. Dude, not at all. 
Andrew Ridgely knew what was going on because George Michael came out to him really early. Yeah. And so, like, he understood, like, that there was more to the music than just the music. That it was, like, George Michael was using this as a way to, like, express himself. Yeah. And so he he understood, like, yeah, I got to let him go. Like, you know, he's got talent and I got to let him be. Yeah. And whatever. And so there was that. And then also, um, so, like, when they split up, like... It says like there the Andrew originally was like his biggest fan, like George Michael's biggest fan. So I'm like, that's really that's cool, cool. Yeah. that they were able to break up and Andrew originally was kinda able to go his way. Yeah. And let's be real, he was fucking loaded at this point, so yeah. whatever. Yeah. You know, and George Michael was able to go his way and do what George Michael did, you know? Yeah. And, you know, that's kinda cool. And then um Gervais brought this up when he talked about this t- documentary, and I agree with him. It is v- it is absolutely amazing when they're flashing dates up on the screen and you realize just how meteoric of a rise that this band had in such a short period of time. Yeah. Cause like, I mean, you're talking like in 1981, they were like nothing and like Mm -hmm. just starting out. And by live aid, which was like, what, when was live aid to the Googles? Are you, yeah. can Can you Google that? Cause I got a cord that's pulling. Um, I mean, by the time they got to Live Aid, which was, when was that? 80, 85. 85. Yeah. I mean, they were all but done. They had they, they didn't have too much more to go after Live Aid, you know? Yeah. And I don't even think Andrew originally played Live Aid. I think it was just George Michael that did Live Aid. And I think that's when he sang... Um, uh, don't let the sun go down on me with Elton John. Yeah. And so, like, you know, by that point, like, it was pretty obvious. So in the space of, like, fucking four years, Wham! goes from nothing to, like, just dominating the charts yeah. and everything like that. I mean, the year they put out uh, Do They Know It's Christmas Time? Yeah. Or, no, that was the Live Aid song. That was, um, yeah. The one, uh, Simply Having a Wonderful Christmas Time. That was the Wham! The Wham. Uh, no. No. Uh, Last Christmas. Last Christmas. You're right. Simply Having was, I think, uh, Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney. What the fuck am I talking about? Anyway, you're right. Last Christmas. Um, they thought that was going to be their, their fourth hit for that yeah. year. Yeah. And if it wouldn't have been for Do They Know It's Christmas Time, <laughs> they would have gotten, you know, uh, that fourth hit. And what's funny is uh, uh, Last Christmas ended up top uh, getting number one on the charts in 2020. <laughs> So they eventually got that number one, yeah. but like, fucking what, twenty fifteen? No, like twenty something. Thirty five. God, I can't do math. Thirty five years 35 later, years later <laughs> it's like they're getting that number one. And George Michael was dead by that yeah. point, so it's like, yeah. son of a bitch. But yeah, it's it's just it's it was actually just a really well made, really good and documentary, and it it was fun. Like there yeah. wasn't all that like, oh my god, they're doing drugs and blah blah. blah. <laughs> no. I mean, they drank, they partied, but like they weren't like just going crazy and everything yeah. else. It was it was interesting. It was really neat. So not like the uh, the Motley Crue uh, no. documentary. <laughs> mm. No, mm. <laughs> no, two totally different band experiences <laughs> uh, between Motley Crue and Wham. Um, but I will I say imagine. the other thing. And I didn't realize it until I was watching this. Wham had a lot more songs than what I realized. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of songs that... I don't know if I just chalked it up to, oh, that's a George Michael song or whatever else. But, like, I, when I think of Wham, I always think, you know, Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go yeah. and whatever. Yeah. 
But like, holy shit, they had a lot more songs than just that one. And it's like, well, okay, you know, they 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 deserve a little bit of recognition. So that's cool. Anyway, so yeah, that that was what I've been watching. Nice. So, all right. Well, why don't we go ahead and? Uh, well, what? Oh, I didn't know if we do like if we need to do like podcast books, anything like if. It, do you, you know, have stuff I, that you want to throw in? I can. I th- you know, if I mean, you have stuff you want to throw in, throw in. I mean, this is pretty. The inter- I mean, pretty much entertainment. Well, already talked about Pod Meets World. You know, mm-hmm. listen to yours. Um, you know, Cigar Talk, the other uh, uh-huh. cigar podcast that I'm listening to. A lot of the others that I, you know, at one time, I, I mean, I was probably listening to four or five different cigar podcasts and stuff and and some of them you know have just kind of gone by the wayside you know life faded happened, for whatever you know. reason yeah, yeah yeah i get it they've not continued Trust Couple me, of them i've dropped there's off definitely of there's definitely to, days that i'm like sitting here going like uh, do i really want to do two this week <laughs> but you know you got to do what you got to do See, that's the thing. I live by deadlines between my newspaper yeah. and this and everything. Yeah. So it's like I understand. And, and yeah. you know, I have ad, you know sponsors and everything, so I understand yeah. the obligation of doing it. You know, it's yeah. like you, you, you maybe you're tired. Maybe you don't want to do it. Maybe you don't really have jack shit to talk about. But, by God, you got to figure something out because <laughs> they paid for that spot and they got to get it out there, you yeah. know. Um, anyway, so, yeah, I get it. So, okay. So, yeah. so there's so, a podcast. So, yeah, there's podcast uh, books. So, so for those that you know Read. haven't been listening, well, that haven't <laughs> been listening to know, I have a ten and a half month old daughter, mm-hmm. uh, Magnolia, and so so Doctor Seuss. I, I, so so I do <laughs> reading the bedtime stories usually, um, and started you know out trying to do some of the little books, and I just couldn't like you know I was like I'm not about this shit like. So we're coming up on Christmas time. So, Have you ever heard of Hookers and Hooker and Blow Save Christmas? No. Oh, you need to get that one. I will have to check. That. I got a copy in there for my kid. <laughs> Let me tell you, it's a quality Christmas tale. Sounds Fun like for the it. whole family. Sounds like yeah. it. But so, so I got into. I was like, you know what? We're gonna do novels. Oh my and gosh! We, but you know, we do a chapter a night, and so or, or like you know, chapter books. But mm-hmm. like, you know, I did Alice in Wonderland. A while back, and so now we've been going through the Chronicles of Narnia series. Oh, okay. And so you're not so, like breaking out like the John Grisham. Or the, no, no. <laughs> it's like Stephen King. <laughs> like now, Magnolia, I want to tell you all about Cujo. <laughs> <laughs> He's a pretty puppy, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. No. But, don't do so, that. so we're currently on the uh, the Voyage of the Dawn Treader. Okay. Which is see, I'm not familiar with book much in the of the series. Yeah, see, by you, you've gone way past my knowledge yeah. of it. I know basically like Blind the Witch in the Wardrobe. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> see that you know when I was in elementary school, we read that, and you know, fourth grade maybe we read it as a class. Yeah. And you know, I enjoyed it. I liked it. Then uh, I guess I was in probably middle school when the movie came out. Maybe mm. it may have been high school, but and I you know and I didn't watch it until a few years after that. I don't think. Um, and then, fast forward, you know, three or four years ago, I uh, came across the the series okay. at like an estate sale or something like that, so and like, got it and read through, really liked it. Then come to find out, uh, two of the other books were made into movies as well as, okay. you know, they were sequels to. 
I didn't even know the, the new Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe no, movie. Yeah, I didn't realize yeah. until that, until yeah. I started reading those. Um, but yeah, so there's seven books in the series. Um, they were, and there, there's, it's kind of a, it's almost Star Wars and how you know people with like how they're watching order and stuff. Okay. So five of them came out like earlier, and then like a few years later, like the other two, but when you look at the books chronologically, those two fit in the middle oh, instead of the at the end. Five. So so yeah, uh, they, they go you know So you're bouncing around but a little bit. You yeah, and so so the set the book set that I got has them in the chronological order um of Oh, okay. The occurrences in the books, you know, not the publishing Publishing chronology. Yeah. I gotcha. So I just read it, you know, okay. that way. But well, very cool. Um. Well, now let's do this. Guess what, motherfucker? It's time for three cigars we smoked and enjoyed this week. And this is when both of us get on our phone <laughs> to uh, remind ourselves what we smoked. I'm trying to think of uh, what it is that I have had and smoked recently. But would you like to go first, or shall I? I can go first. Um, Well, I had, last night, I had a Viva La Vida uh, Toro. Okay. And I was at an event and saw it in their humidor and grabbed it because I hadn't had one in a while. It has been a while, actually. Then once I got it and started taking it out of the cellophane, like the cellophane had a little color to it. I was like, okay, this has got some age on it. Pulled it out. There was a little bit of plume kind of on the... Sure it was plume? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I am always so paranoid about that, man, (laughs) because it's one of those things where plume can be so easily misidentified, and I just, like... The last thing in the world I want to do is inhale fi- mold. fire up and inhale hot mold, you know? <laughs> it's like, yeah, that sounds like a good time. No, but, it, uh, I mean, definitely look like plume. Okay. And, uh, and yeah, a great cigar. Good, good. So My first? first one is uh, the Perdomo 20th Anniversary Sun Grown. I smoked that mm-hmm. out on the patio the other day, and... Uh, you know, it, it's it's one of those things. It, it's just one that I know. It's yeah. one I know. I know it well. I'm really looking forward to trying the 30th anniversary. Yeah, me too. Really looking forward to that. Um, but uh, for now, I was perfectly happy with the 20th anniversary sun grown. <laughs> so, your next one. Next one. You got to be prepared for this, man. Yeah. <laughs> Was busting your ass man. at an event on Monday with Sean Williams, who y'all oh, had Cohiba, on from Cohiba, yeah, yeah. and it is his like cigar, the Silencio, which is one that like you can only get like at events that he's at. Oh, that's and, cool, and that was good. I I said I was like that. That's hands down best Cohiba I've had. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well. I guess that's what makes it special. So but, yeah, well, very cool. Uh, my next one, I uh, I fired up the fire pit the other night, and uh, I sat out and I had a uh, Crux Epicure Habano. That's mm. the new one with that kind of light or, or yellow yep. uh, band to it. Yep, my favorite Crux by far, whole line favorite one, and um, 
I mean, I make no bones about it. That is the best cigar that they have in their core line at this point, and I love it. So I would smoke the hell out of that thing. Yeah, yep. that one's really good. I've, I've got one with me on this trip. Oh, there you as go. Well, so <laughs> yep. Well, I know places. I think, you I'm pretty can sure get I still it. have it. Yeah. So. Okay. Um, so your last one. So my last one is a Don Doroteo, and unfortunately, I don't know. I don't I don't know the name of it. So, so Don Doroteo is a brand that's a couple years old. Um, I first encountered them. Uh, so, Ashley, Big Ashes. Yeah. So, she had them in one of her boxes that she does. And I, uh, and the ones that, so they first came out with a line that the cigars themselves, I mean, had been rolled and were like 14 years old. Oh my gosh. And they came out last year, I guess. I think they said, cause he said, so Justin, who's their VP of sales for like the East, Eastern United States, I guess. Yeah. But, um, said that, you know, he was saying they're 15 years old. So, but since they got cigars that were that old, they also don't, have any more of them yeah to have so they came out with a new line at pca and these are using like seven-year-old tobacco okay in them and so it was one of those and i think it was a corojo wrapper on this i think one of them has a corojo one of them has a cameroon oh but i think they're the same blend but just with different wrappers and i may be you know Remembering completely wrong. Pulling shit out but, of your ass. You know. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's all right. <laughs> it was good, though. Well, that's all that matters. Good. It was good. Uh, my last one. Um, realistically, this has been kind of a busy week. I haven't, uh, I you know, with getting ready for the weekend and, you know, getting all my work done for the week and everything like that. So I honestly haven't done too terribly much smoking in this past week. Um, and then I had my son over the past weekend. Um, so I don't really get a whole lot accomplished, uh, smoking wise when I have him. So, uh, my last one is one I smoked, um, on my drive yesterday doing my deliveries and that was, um, a Charter Oak Cabano. It's nice. my, it's, it's become my road stick. Yeah. Um, you know, the fact that you can get a box of them for like 95 bucks, <laughs> it smokes wonderfully. Yep. They fixed all the wrapper issues that I've been, exper- that I experienced early on with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I haven't really had any that have, you know, been cracked or torn or anything like that. And, uh. Dude, the thing just smokes wonderfully, produces a lot of smoke on it. Oh, you know what? I do have one other one other than the Charter Oak Cabano. Uh-huh. It's one that Bones. I fired up and, and enjoyed. Um, I smoked it in the car on the way back from the printer. And it's one that, I mean, I can't remember the last time I smoked one of these, but it was a Fat Bottom Betty. Okay. I smoked a Fat Bottom Betty. And there you, go. you know what? I... I Every once in a while, a flavored cigar like that just it just hits right. Yeah, you know. And that day, um, I was having some tummy issues, and it was just one of those things where I was like, you know you what, something sweet. I want something a little sweet, and okay. it worked out really well. And I dug it. It was good. Nice. Yeah. It'll be another year before I have another I one, but for I right don't now, think I've ever had a fat bottom bed. I know I had the leather rose. I've got them in there. But well, realistically, you know. I well. No, the leather rose is different. Yeah, but the the crazy Alice and the sweet Jane and the fat bottom Betty, 
they're pretty much the same blend. Okay. But just different sizes yeah. and different bands. I think. Drew See, State, but I think Drew Estate may have may have to may, may correct me, but the but the leather rose is each different. Each one's come in different sizes now, so I'm thinking they may all taste very similar. Yes. But they may they may I think they may be different mm. blends, at least, you know, slightly, but maybe slightly. But I, but I do know the leather rose is different enough yeah. that that one is obvious that it's different. So Yeah. Anyway. I had one of those and yeah, I I'm not a, I'm not a fan of the sweet I get cigars. It. I and, get it. You know, which the sweet actually, tip goes away after a while. It you still does. get the floral it, and everything from yeah. the smoking experience, but the hell was that? That's my insulin pump. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're good. calling out, making sure my board wasn't exploding or something like that. So <laughs> anyway, so um, yeah. Uh, 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 okay. Well, yeah. You were saying the sweet I, ones you don't really do. Yeah. Yeah, because it, it does fade after a while. And actually something that I had heard uh, somebody say on another podcast talking about the, uh, I think it was about the Island Gym was the one that I had heard them talk about doing it. Yeah. Is smoke it backwards. Really? Because then, I mean, you know, the foot of it's open. I mean, you know, yeah. it's going to be a larger draw, and yeah. depending on what size cigar. Yeah. But you're not going to have the sweet end in your mouth true and so i did actually try that uh somewhere i've never had I, a I good, somewhere I've never had good luck to... with that it always blows apart really yeah every time i try to i mean i've only tried it maybe a couple of times yeah. but every time i do it always just kind of blows apart yeah i was somewhere and needed a quicker cigar i was in you know in a humidor somewhere and looking for something to grab and i saw these and i hadn't like it was the brand's like a number or something, like a seven oh eight or something, something, something okay. like that. And I wasn't really familiar with them. I, I had seen them a time or two, maybe, but wasn't familiar with them. And so I grabbed one just to, you know, and was gonna try. And the guy was like, "Those are sweet tip." I don't know if you realize. I was like, "Eh, it'll be all right." And Whatever. so, so I cut the end and lit it, and you know, smoked it backwards. Interesting. And it did. It did well. So okay. Well, very good. Well, we now are going to move on to, you know what, we'll move on to this and then we'll do one more thing. This would normally be the time that I give some information about My Monthly Cigars, but I've hired that out this week, so take it away. My Monthly Cigars is a premium cigar subscription service. It comes in a variety of different size boxes at affordable prices. Use offer code PULPIT and get free shipping on your first box and... 20% 20% off any items in the online store at MyMonthlyCigars.com. That's offer code Pulpit. Thanks. You know, we could have, but yeah, she's out of town. So <laughs> I'm sure she would have loved that, me breaking into her garage, but whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, so no, while you're over there at My Monthly Cigars, make sure you check out the fucking good coffee and get some of that in your uh, in your cupboard because, uh, let me tell you, it's fucking good. And so, it is. So don't be a fucker. Get the fucking good coffee. Um, now let's do this. Contestants see your corners. It's time for a super fight. Super fight. So we have a super fight now. Prior to the show starting, Trent drew some cards, and so we are now prepared to unveil the contestants with their uh, attributes. attributes. So, what do we have, Trent? So, in one corner, one corner, 
We have a woolly mammoth. Okay. This woolly mammoth is piloting an attack drone. Mm-hmm. But he's also locked in a shark cage. So, okay. So that makes sense. He can't move because he's in the cage, but he has an attack drone. Yeah. Okay. That's good to know. So, in the other, can- in the other corner is Canada. Well, uh, okay. Like, and Canada can run 200 miles an hour, but only in a straight line. Okay. And Canada is also wearing a flaming tutu. Shit. So are we talking like the whole country of Canada? I don't know. Like the whole population of Canada? Is it? Like Luke and Joe. All Canadians? Luke and Joe. But it says Canada. Curious Jen and everybody? Or is it like a large landmass? The mass of Canada? I mean. Suddenly grew legs and is like running at a woolly mammoth? In a straight line. Wearing a flaming tutu. But as long as that woolly mammoth is in that cage that's in front of the straight line that it can run, I don't, I mean. I mean. But yeah, I don't, I don't know about that. That, I mean, the, whole, and, and the thing is, is it? Canada's going to have to dodge around because there's an attack drone. It can't run yeah. in a straight line because otherwise yeah. it's going to run right into an attack drone. But. So, I mean. I mean. But it is Canada's a large country. But it, here's the thing: we're either talking a very large landmass, or we're talking the entire population of Canada. <laughs> so, like, can a, a single attack drone in a shark cage stop the entire population of Canada? I mean, here's the thing: every time they t- get a I hit mean, in on the every attack time it drone, bumps it, it goes, sorry, 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 sorry. sorry. <laughs> Luke's gonna listen to this on his drive-in tomorrow, and he's just gonna be like, "Oh, he's gonna be God. ready to kick our asses." When <laughs> he gets you know what? That's the thing. We'll have to ask Luke this question. I mean, I'm yeah. sure he's gonna be biased and say that it's you know Canada. That they're gonna, but win, uh, yeah. but yeah, I do. I agree. Now, do you watch Letterkenny at all? Mm-mm. Okay, now that's a great show. And I've heard it's good. I there are there are different though. camps within that show, and one of them is you know they've got the the farm guys, the scrap you know, and they're the brawlers, you know, okay. that kind of thing. Um. But then there are other groups that really aren't really great at fighting. So, you know, it's one of those things where you look. Now, they do have hockey players, and hockey yeah. players are. They hockey can be, players can be tough. They can be violent, you know. So, like, that's something, too. Um, you know, I, ugh, I think if we're talking the total population of Canada versus a woolly mammoth and a shark one cage woolly mammoth with that's an attack drone, I think we're going to have to give it to the just the, the mass of I think of Canada. Canada's getting it, yeah. I think Canada gets it. Now, if we're talking the land mass versus uh, the the uh, woolly mammoth in the cage with the attack drone, I mean, hell, they I still t- think you know, we probably have to give it to Canada just because Canada's a big freaking it's a big land country. mass. Yeah, so that's like, a lot of land. Um, I think it's going to be Canada. I, I will way say on that. the flaming tutu could cause some really bad wildfires there. Yeah, and let's be real. Canada's already been experiencing wildfires, which means that's true. We're going to get a lot of smoke down here in the United States when this fight's going on. But depending on how far they go, I mean, they're moving at 200 miles an hour. That's true. That's so, true. Uh, by the time everything catches and starts smoking a lot, and they may this, already be gone. I'll say this. The shark cage, far enough away. It's, it's significant, but it's not impenetrable. No, no. So, like, Canada could totally bust through a shark cage. I was going to say, you just watched the Meg 2. Right? Exactly. You know? So, exactly. I mean. So, yeah, that's, that's uh, I think I got to give it to Canada. I think yeah. I got to give it to Canada I, here. I think um, I agree with you. I think. Either which way, either be it, one, be it the population or the landmass. Yeah. I think either one, it's going to be that. But I do think the woolly mammoth at least gets some good hits in 
with the attack drone. I think the attack drone. Yeah, it's going to take out some people. It's going to take out some people. Because regardless of whether it's the mass of land or it's just the people, the people are still on that mass of land while it's going. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. You might take out some spots, but, you know. But, yeah, if it's the people, then the attack drone. Yeah, it's just going to overwhelm. It's just the people are just going to overwhelm. Yeah. See, what comes to my mind when 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 we're talking about this and the land, you know, Everybody talks about like how California is going to break off one day or whatever. Yeah. Like that's what I'm thinking. It's yeah, like exactly. Fault line. Canada breaks off. Breaks off. Grows legs. All of Canada and running at and a it just mammoth. well, or it just. I mean, the fault line. I mean, something happens and it just starts pushing that entire mass of land. Now is it flat miles like this, hour. or does Canada flip up like this and have legs, and then suddenly it's like that way? I don't know. I mean. Because a lot of people would be like falling. I would say everybody would just be falling. Yeah, it would, it would look like Titanic kind of thing. Like whenever it, <laughs> everybody just sliding off into the ocean. So yeah, I, I mean think, the mass of land would still take out the mammoth, I but think, it might Canada, be uninhabited at that point. I think Canada takes it. I, so. I think I think Canada's got it either way. Though. <sighs> yeah, I agree. Well, I am getting very near the end of my American here. Um, down to just a little bit. And uh, so let's give some final thoughts on the American, and then we'll close it out with the socials. So, what are you getting on the American? Yeah, I mean, I've I've still been getting kind of that that musty mm-hmm. note off and on that I talked about, um, and definitely some earthy. Um, still, <laughs> but I'm still getting kind of the same. There's a little strength stuff, that's picked but up it's to kind it. Of, yes, the strength yeah. is definitely picked up. Got, there's been a little bit of pepper spice mixed in with uh-huh, the baking spice. Uh-huh. Um, not just a smidge, not a lot, no, over, yeah. not overwhelming, no. but there's definitely, you know, just a little bit, a touch of pepper spice. Yeah. But it's, it. I mean, but it's smoking wonderfully mm-hmm. and, uh, I don't really want to give it up, but I've got like that much <laughs> left. So not very, Fortunately, I still have a little you, more. You do have more, uh, you know, but, uh, um, anyway, well on the socials, I'm available on Instagram at the cigar pulpit, as well as on Facebook where we have the cigar pulpit parishioners group. Get in on that fun. And uh, I'm on Twitter slash X, but I really don't do a whole lot on it. Uh, YouTube, where you can watch this. And, guys, we do need your calls and questions for Ask the Boys. That is rapidly approaching for this month. Um, So you still have a little bit of time. Get your calls in. Area code 863-874-0000. And uh, I don't know. There's been all kinds of questions posed to you this month between, you know, cigars you like to smoke outdoors and... um, uh, I don't even remember all the rest of the questions. Oh, what was th- um, cigars you like to smoke outdoors. What was Nick Gervais's? Oh. He had something. Oh, the porno name for the yes. cigar pulpit. Yes. You know, like sa- Shaving Pri- Ryan's Privates is the yeah. porno name for Saving Private Ryan. Well, in this case, you know, what would the porno name for the cigar pulpit be? But, uh, yeah, get your calls and questions in. Area code 863-874-0000. And, Trent, where can everybody follow you? I am. This is my cigar account on Instagram. That, that's all it is. Yeah. At this is my. Cigar this is my account. cigar account. Okay. Yep. Well, I mean that makes it easy. Self-explanatory. Very easy. Um, and Trent Smith on Facebook. I'm in the parishioner group, so for sure. Okay. You know. Well, very cool. Well, um, unless you have anything else for the betterment of the cause, I think at this point it's time to wrap this thing up and focus on Pulpit Fest. Sounds like a plan. All right. Well, guys, this has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Nick. And I'm Trent. Everybody stay safe and stay smoky.
would say something witty, but I have to piss like a racehorse. <laughs> so, later, guys.